you or someone you love needs help for an addiction, where do you turn? Foundations Recovery Network offers individualized treatment for the whole person. Our goal goes beyond short-term sobriety. We address substance abuse and co-occurring mental health issues together, providing a firm foundation for long-term recovery. The first step is often the hardest, but we're here with a free assessment, insurance information, and treatment options. Our confidential helpline is available 24-7, so call 877-714-1318 and discover the Foundation's Recovery Network difference today. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Silver Guy Radio. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to Humans for bringing us in, and thanks to you for supporting the show. Five things I would say to my newly sober self. We're going to talk about that today. And before we dive into that and how this topic came about, uh, it actually came from one of our new listeners out there. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But before we get there, uh, do you need some help or do you have a loved one who needs some help? You can call Foundations Recovery Network. They have a confidential and private line at 877-714-1318. They have nationwide residential and outpatient facilities. And uh, we've worked with them for a couple years Um, really good folks, really good people. They care about recovery. They care about helping others uh, and they have some great resources to help you do so too. So feel free to give them a call. Once again, that's 877-714-1318. Hopefully you guys checked out last week's episode. That's episode 195, Yoga in Recovery with Chelsea Rappel from Ume Yoga Studio in Oakland, California. And uh, we also had the big homie Seth Manter co-hosting that show. And uh, man, we had a, a really good time out there. We talked about food addiction, bulimia, drugs, uh, of course, recovery. We talked a little bit about stepping outside of your comfort zone and trying some new things. And uh, of course, we talked about yoga. And then we did some yoga after the pot. So we did the podcast. We did a meeting, a 12-step, um, a 12-step similar to 12-step based uh, yoga meeting. And then following the actual meeting where we talked and uh, shared a little bit, we actually did the yoga. So it was a really, really cool experience. Thanks again to Chelsea and uh, Ume Yoga Studio for having us out. And be sure to go back and check out episode 195. If you haven't, I'll be sure to put the link in the show notes. Um, also, go to that soberguy.com If you want more information, if you want to find past episodes, you can help support us there. Um, and also don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already. In fact, let's read, let's read a review. Uh, one of these most recent ones on here. This one fr- comes from Kirsten. Um, it says stumbled across your podcast by chance. I loved it. Practicing my gratitude this AM with my glass of lemon water. Thanks. Super dope. I love reading these. Um, I love just hearing some, a little bit of feedback of what you guys like, what you don't like. We've had, you know, most of the reviews are good. We've had a couple couple funny ones on here. I should probably maybe backtrack one day and find those. Um, but, man, I love getting them. I love reading them. So thank you, Kirsten. And the lemon water she's referring to, I believe it's episode 194, uh, 10 things to do when you feel like shit. I went down a list of uh, some some of the things, uh, 10 of them in particular, that I do when I'm, I'm feeling, well, pretty much on a daily basis too, but also the things that have helped me when I'm feeling down, when I'm, when I'm just not feeling right. And, um, having that glass of lemon water in the morning was one thing that is, um, is huge for me. And a lot of people out there, that's, it's pretty, pretty common knowledge. I think at this point, a lot of people do that. They practice that getting up early. That's that rejuvenation of some, some fresh water with some lemon in it. 
next to some coffee too, usually how I'm rolling with it, but it's good stuff. And there's uh, some more tips on there. So be sure to go back and check that one out too. It's episode 194. Um, where are we going to now? Let me click out of there. So let me talk about how today's, let me take a breath first because I'm so hyped up. I just get hyped up and pumped doing this shit. I mean, this is what I love to do. It really is. I really enjoy it. And if I, I wouldn't be able to do it if, um, you know, if I didn't have support from family, from friends, and of course, from all you guys out there who listen to the show and interact with us. So thank you. Please keep that up. Shoot us an email, sobriety at that sober If you got any uh, questions or um, any suggestions or ideas, um, always an open platform there. And I try to get back to everyone as fast as I can. Um, so how did uh, today's topic come about? Um, the five things I would say to my newly sober self. Well, let me just give a little background first because my sponsor buddy and I have been on this, this, um, this topic in the last few, uh, times we've met in the past couple of weeks. And it always seems to come back to letting go and to, um, and to going with the flow. And, you know, I, I've been busy as shit lately with all kinds of different projects. I'm a, you know, I'm a father, a husband first before anything. And, um, you know, then I have a corporate show that I operate and uh, produce and host and, you know, all kinds of stuff that goes along with that in itself. And then, um, and in addition, sober guy, you know, so I have all kinds of stuff going on there too. And then life itself, we got hockey, we got soccer starting, you know, we, we I'm, I'm trying to get on this, you know, healthier diet and wellness plan and getting back to the gym and uh, man, it's life, it's life shit, right? It's nothing new really to anybody. We all have different things that we got going on, but point being, there's a lot of it that gets thrown at us in, in, uh, in the day-to-day grind. And um, it can be really difficult to, sometimes for me to go with the flow. And to just um, sit back and wait and be patient and understand and know that God will provide when I'm open to it and I'm not trying to push. When I'm pushing, when I'm going against the stream um, to, to refer to some Dharma punk stuff and, and uh, refuge recovery, you know, going against the stream, just it, there's, I guess there's two concepts to it. It can be looked at as punk rock and I'm doing the opposite of what I want to do. That's kind of that that mentality of, um, I'm going to do what I, what I want. And I like that mentality of it, but the other analogy, I guess, literally going against the stream, trying to, trying to paddle a boat upstream is fucking impossible. You're not going to go anywhere. You're going to go in the same, the same place and and you're pushing and uh, you're not going with the flow. And so let me tell you the point and how this relates to the email uh, today that I got, I've had a, a ton of stuff going on. I haven't been booking a lot of interviews lately, as some of you may may notice, because I'm working on some other projects. And, um, you know, one of them is a, a fairly big project. It has to do with sober guy. I just haven't formally announced it yet. And I will be doing that soon. Um, but I haven't um, had a lot of extra time to sit back and, and really prepare content each week. Um, it's really been, you know, in the moment type of stuff, which in all honesty, I really like best because I think that's when we get the, the, the realest conversations, the realest content and stuff that is relevant and, um, and in the moment kind of. And so last night I was thinking about it and, and I was, I knew I was going to record today. And I, I said, man, I, I don't, I don't have anything off the, off the top of my head right now. Um, you know, I know something will come up, you know, I'll think about it in the morning. Maybe I'll have, you know, I'll get up, you know, 30 minutes earlier and have a little bit of time to do some pre-production. And, um, 
you know, what do you know? That didn't happen, you know? And, 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 uh, so anyways, I get an email a little bit later on in the, in, in the, uh, in the day. And uh, here's what it says. And I still hadn't, I still hadn't figured out content. I was working on other stuff and, um, and, and, and going with the flow is the theme here. So let me just say that again. We're going with the flow. I'm, I'm trusting that I'm trusting that everything's going to work out just the way it's supposed to in all aspects of life. And also in this little tiny aspect of creating some content here. So the subject of the email says new listener who just got weird and now has an idea. And this listener's name is Amy. So Amy, first of all, thank you. (laughs) And I do mean that. Uh, She says, hey man, your podcast has been a powerful and valuable force in my life so far. This morning after getting weird with an old uh, uh, That Sober Guy um, podcast titled Let's Get Weird. And I think that's episode 55. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm terrified to go back and listen to that because I have no fucking clue what I said on there, but it's, it was a while ago. So it was probably some crazy stuff. Um, but she said I was craving more. Um, so I wanted to reach out with a request for a podcast topic. I'm new to this journey right now. The learning curve feels very steep and man, I've been there, Amy, like for real. And I know a ton of other people out there listening, um, have been too. And so we get that it's, it's overwhelming at times. But uh, she goes on to say, my question is, what five things would you say to your newly sober self? In the, medi- in the immediate months or years after you began living sober, what pieces of insight do you have now but did not have now that you want to share? Maybe there were concepts or ideas that you didn't understand until later. I don't know. Maybe this idea will really get you fired up, which it did. You should have seen my ass when I got this email, Amy. Like I, I jumped up and I was like, damn. That is legit right there. Like it always, like I love when it works like that. We're going with the flow. Boom. Here we go. I got some content now. Um, and even better, it's requested by, you know, somebody who's listening to the show who's actually, um, you know, needing something specific to that I can hopefully share and that can help a little bit in my own experience, because that's what this is about. I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm going to share with you what's worked for me and what hasn't worked for you or for me. And if you pick something up in there that helps man, even, even better, that's what this is about giving back and, um, continuing on to, uh, to, to talk about our experience, strength and hope as they say in the rooms. Um, so She says, either way, I'll keep listening. Thanks for what you do. I get a ton of joy and peace from listening to the show, Amy. So what a great email. Like, thank you very much again, Amy. And um, I think we're going to jump into this right now. And I would encourage everyone else out there listening to, if you have suggestions for the show, for content, ideas, um, or you want to provide some feedback, reach out. Do the same thing Amy just did because, um, you know, I'll do my best to... uh, to get to everything. And if it's relevant and it fits, then hell yeah, we will rock that shit. Okay. So five things I would say to my newly sober self, and I didn't go into great detail with great notes on these. Okay. So we're, we're, I, I made the five points and that's it. And I'm, we're going to freestyle down that list. So five things I would say to my newly sober self. Once again, number one, shut the fuck up and listen. How about that? Shut the fuck up and listen. I had an issue with talking too much, with thinking I know everything in the very beginning. I know. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Oh, I'm to- oh totally. Oh, yeah, that's just, I, I know. I know. Do you know what I'm getting at? I don't know shit. 
I still don't know shit. Five years in, I know, uh, you know, a little bit more shit than I knew five years ago or almost five years ago. Um, but I, you know, in the beginning, I definitely didn't know my head from a fucking hole in the ground. I think my dad used to say that back in the day. You don't know your head from a fucking hole in the ground. <laughs> I know where that saying came from, but it's true. I, I didn't. I didn't know it. I had no clue. I, and, and not to my own fault. I was absolutely confused. I was frustrated. I was broken. Uh, you know, I'm still a little bit all of that at some points, you know, sometimes even till today, man, it's a daily struggle and battle. I'm constantly working on self. Okay. But in the beginning, you know, listening and, and not talking and not, not sounding and trying to act like I know everything, um, would have, would have been huge for me. And you know what? I got to say, I, 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 especially in treatment, I was like a fucking sponge. Like I was, I was there, I was hungry to learn and to soak in everything that I could to help my ass stay sober because I really did want to, want to, you know, stay sober and live a better lifestyle. And my job, my family, my life was depending on it. And so I had some motivation behind me to do that, you know, but um, at the same time, it was really about me sitting back and listening. And I did do a lot of that, but I also did a lot of talking and thinking I knew a lot of things that I didn't know, especially when I got out of treatment in those first 90 days. So, um, you know, listening and, and, and just, just not talking so much and not acting like I know everything, um, was definitely something that was huge. And if, if I could go back, I would tell myself that just, you know, silence your lips up a little bit, shut the fuck up and listen. Okay. And I, I even, if you go back to episode 55, um, I think that's where that's at. I think I said that already in case I didn't, it is episode 55. You can go back and check it out. I don't know what the hell I said in there. So I'm not advising you to do that or advising you to take any of the, um, of the thoughts or opinions or experience that I had at that point in my recovery. I have no clue what that looks like. It's probably pretty funny though, is my guess. Number two, and we're talking about five things I would say to my newly sober self. Number one, shut the fuck up and listen. Number two, get a mentor or a sponsor and work a program. Get a mentor or a sponsor and work a program. I didn't do that right off the bat. I did jump into the program. I, I don't think I did 90 and 90. I attempted to, and I'd be a liar if I said I hit every meeting, you know, 90 and 90 days. That's always usually the the, the foundation that is recommended when you come out of treatment, at least when I came out of treatment, it was, and I know for a lot of other people that it has been, it's 90 meetings in 90 days and get a sponsor. I mean, they beat that shit into your head like no other. And I didn't do, I did half of it. I kind of half-assed on that because I didn't get a sponsor right away. And part of that goes back to number one, shut the fuck up and listen. I wasn't listening correctly because I thought I could do it without a sponsor. I don't need that shit right now. I'm good. And you know, hey, I guess, it, it worked out somehow, but I think it would have helped me out a lot more had I found somebody, um, even if it wasn't the perfect fit, you know, they, I, I was recommended that a lot. Like it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be your sponsor or your mentor forever. It doesn't have to, um, to be the all end be all. You can always find a new, uh, you know, somebody new who's a better fit as your recovery progresses, you know, so you got to keep that in mind. It's, it's really just somebody for accountability, somebody to help get me um, motivated and and um, and and hold me accountable to show up to meetings. And then if you're doing a step program, you know, start working the steps. 
There's a lot of programs out there. You have AA, you have NA, um, you have Smart Recovery, you have Refuge Recovery, you have Celebrate Recovery. Those are five off the top of my head that I know and I've tried and done actively in four out of those five. And NA, really not not a whole lot in NA. So I'm always, you know, I'm always trying to be as clear as possible. I've had quite a bit of experience in AA, still work that program with my sponsor. Um, I am currently working in Celebrate Recovery because I do media on the Monday night meetings there and then also in the small groups. And I'm about to jump into some step study with Celebrate Recovery too. And then um, uh, uh, Refuge Recovery has been something that's not new, but it's new for me. That has been really cool. Meditation, mindfulness, um, you know, just really, really neat program and um Seth and I have, have, have kind of been jumping into that together. And my homie, Dave Buckner, who actually has been on the show before too, and really introduced me to that and, and kind of laid out what that was about. So my point is, is you have options out there. Okay. And, and, and you can find what works for you best. Try them all out. You know, give, you're not dialed in, get yourself dialed in. No doubt. I'm not saying do it half ass, but, um, you know, try, don't be afraid to try new things and find out what works for you best because, what works for somebody might not work for you and what works for them might not work for me and on down the line. You really got to find, um, you know, what works for yourself and your own recovery best. And the only way you're going to do that is by getting a mentor or sponsor and working a program or work a couple programs, whatever it is that you got to do that you think works for you. Okay. So that's huge. I want to, I want to reiterate that that is huge. A sponsor, mentor, and a program I mean, that should be the foundation for anybody out there who is in their first, you know, early, early recovery and, and beyond that 20 years of recovery, recovery isn't an overnight thing, living a better lifestyle and a better life free from alcohol, from drugs, from food, from all kinds of things that, you know, can, can mess us up in life. It's not just something that happens overnight you know, and, and, uh, it's, it's a daily practice and it's it, like, uh, what did Keith say in CR one night? Uh, he said, I'm in, I'm in process. I think I talked about this on a previous show, but there was a speaker that we had and he was awesome, him and his wife. And one of the main things, the points of his speech was this whole life is a process and we're constantly in process. We're constantly changing. We're constantly having to adjust and adapt and learn and um, learn about ourselves and let things go, you know, let things go. And that, that brings us into this next, uh, this next one, number three, let go of shit and give myself grace. Let go of shit and give myself grace. You know, that is one thing I would definitely tell myself in the early, early days now, because I was really, really, really hard on myself. And in fact, I'm still hard on myself, but I'm 10 times better than I was, you know, when I was, um, when I was still drinking and using drugs and 20 times better than I was as a kid. Even I was the I'm my own worst enemy. I feel like a broken record saying that sometimes I've, I've said it so many times. Um, but I, I really am the hardest on myself. So letting go and, and giving myself grace for past mistakes, for, um, things that I've said, things that I've done and just, feelings that I've had, whether it's feelings of anxiety or uh, dissatisfaction or pain, um, all that stuff, man. And, and, and so 
With that, where does that come from? Well, how do I let go? And how do I give myself grace? Okay, and, and, and this ties back in to working a program, having a mentor, having a sponsor, shutting the fuck up and listening. Though that's where that comes from. And and I, you know, to share a little bit about my experience, like I said, it's still a process. I still don't know shit. I'm learning new things every day. But I've only been able to do that by involving myself in community. And for me, that means that means church, that means CR, that means men's groups, mastermind groups, um, that means uh, um, uh, refuge recovery, conferences, you know, AA meetings, um, meeting with my sponsor, um, all types of, of community-based things that help build me up and surround me with people who are positive influences and who have um, motivation for life. And I'm not saying that all these people are perfect. They're not, they're just as broke as me. They're just as broke as you, you know, they're, and I, I mean, broken, not financially, but I mean, they're just as broken as, um, you know, and have been through things in their lives as all of us. But the point being is that in community, you can build, you can build each other up and you can be there for each other. And that's how we step out of, of that comfort zone and get out of isolation, which addiction puts us into. Addiction pushes us into isolation. I know it did me. By the last, you know, year of of my addiction battle, um, I was full blown isolation. I didn't want really to be around anybody, especially late nights when I was drinking and, and doing coke. Because number one, I didn't want to share. That's my coke, motherfucker. Get off of it, okay. And number two, um, I just didn't. I didn't really care anymore. I just wanted to be alone. Just leave me alone. I'm in my own little space. I'm in my own world. I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. I got this figured out. I know, you know, all that stuff, all those feelings, man, is just like that isolation and feelings of alone uh, is so relevant. So if you're feeling like that out there right now, number one, let me tell you, you're not alone. Okay. That's, that's what the enemy, that's what, um, you know, that, that spirit that lives inside of us that wants to push us in, in down the wrong path and in the wrong direction, you know, that little, some people call it the committee in their head. I've heard it that, I mean, you can call it whatever the fuck you want. Every, everybody I think calls it something different, I'm sure, but there's a certain energy. I'll leave it at that, that, um, can really isolate us and make us feel alone. And you're not. And the best way to get out of that is, uh, is to get in community and, and to, uh, to surround yourself with people. And when you do that, you'll learn that it's very, uh, I don't want to say easy, but it's very much more, um, possible to let go of shit and give yourself grace and learn how to forgive, learn how to trust again, learn how to be happy with where you're at in the moment, learn how to love yourself. That's a huge one right there. Okay. So, um, let me go, let me go down the list. We got four and five left and then we're going to wrap this thing up. So five things I would say to my newly sober self. And once again, thanks Amy for dropping this content or the, or the idea for, uh, for the content today. This has been fucking awesome. Uh, number one, shut the fuck up and listen. Number two, get a mentor or a sponsor and work a program. Number three, let go of shit. Give myself grace. Number four, go with the flow. Go with the flow. I talked a little bit about this earlier. And it's, I mean, Buddy and I, my sponsor, and you know, we, we've been talking a lot about this lately, about going with the flow 
And I thank him for, I mean, we have some great conversations and that just goes to show back to number two, how important a mentor, a friend, a sponsor, whatever label you want to put on it, you know, how important that is to have that. And, um, when I'm not going with the flow, man, shit is out of whack. You know why? Cause I'm trying to control shit. And I still have to tell myself this back to process, back to, um, you know, practice. I don't just have it figured out and go with the flow every day. I'm a lot better at it than I used to be, but it's, it's hard. I got to stay conscious of that. And I get conscious in that by practicing it, by meditation, by showing up. I think I did an episode. I don't even remember what number it was, but it was titled just show up. And, and, and part of that going with the flow and, and letting go, you know, let, letting go of shit, going with the flow. Part of it is just showing up without expectations, without expecting to get something out of whatever I'm there for or whatever my, um, you know, whatever my reasoning is for, for doing this good deed or it doesn't matter. It's just about showing up and being there. And when you do that and you, and you don't, you set those expectations aside and you go with the flow, I'm telling you every time I do that, it just, it falls into place. It's fucking weird. It's crazy. Actually, sometimes I don't believe it. Sometimes I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And and let me give you the opposite spectrum here. When I'm not doing that, when I'm pushing, when I'm really trying to get something accomplished and you know, let me, let me be real clear. I'm not saying that be a lazy ass. I have goals. I have plans. I have things that I do, but my mentality and how I do them is so much different than how it used to be. And my doorbell is ringing now. Hold on. We're going to, we're going to pause this real quick. That was the United parcel service. Thank you for your delivery. Totally interrupted the flow, but that's the beauty of the home studio. Sometimes, uh, you have little interruptions like that. So in, in the, uh, honor of keeping it real and keeping it intact, we're going to move right the hell on. So we were talking about going with the flow. We were talking about, I think I was talking about when I push, um, when, when I'm, when I'm pushing back, it's just not, it's, it's not going correctly and I can feel it. I can feel it inside that I'm pushing. Um, I don't really know how else to describe it. It's, it's kind of a gut feeling. It's kind of an off, a feeling of, of being a bit off. And then the stress, um, you know, the, the, the anxiety, the feelings of even anger, sometimes I'll see pop up in that and I'll start, you know, letting other stuff in that's not really, shouldn't really be making me angry, but it does because I'm, I'm tripping on this and I'm really pushing. And that is not the way, um, that is not the way to, to live, to go about things. I can tell you that right now in, in a day-to-day life, it's really, really difficult. And it's, like I said, it still pops up sometimes if I'm not on my game and, uh, going with the flow is something that is, Oh man, dude, I'm so off. Okay. I'm just going to be completely honest right now. Okay. The doorbell ring really fucked me up right now. See, now I fester on this stuff. Why did the doorbell ring? You fucking interrupted me. You asshole UPS driver. I was on, I, I was on a roll. I was getting it right now. And you came in and you fucked my session. I'm just playing. I'm really not angry, but that's the kind of stuff that, that really, it probably would have pissed me off like five years ago. I would have been really angry about something like that. What it did do is it did throw me off a little bit. And I'm trying to remember where I was at when we were talking about where was it? I know I was talking about, 
Oh, good Lord. What was it? I don't know. I apologize. I apologize. But just go with the fucking flow, okay? Just I'll just stop right there. Just go with the flow. Be easy. You got to practice. You'll learn that shit through meditation, through going to meetings, and through talking, communicating, okay? Just kick back. Shit will work out for you if you have faith and you trust that it will work out. And just let it ride and be okay with whatever happens. Because guess what? We're not in control. I know I'm not in control. As soon as I let go of control, it seems to fall in place. Okay, so let's move on to number five and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Number five and probably my favorite, have, said that kind of weird, huh? Have, have fun. Have fun. A lot of people say, how do you have fun? I'm sober. All I know is how to get fucked up. That's how I have fun. I have fun when I'm higher than the kite. I have fun when I'm partying at the bar, at the club, out with my homies, you know, drinking, smoking. That's how I have fun, bullshitting. We're doing music, whatever it is that you do. That's how I have fun. That's how I used to have fun. I'll put fun in quotation marks. I did have a lot of good times. Sure, I had lots of fun in that time, but I'll tell you what. The fun that I have now compared to the fun that I had then outweighs it by 75 billion trillion motherfucking tons. It's so much better. It really is because there's a couple of things. I, number one, I remember it. I remember what I'm doing. I remember relationships I created. I remember conversations I had for the most part. I am, you know, I, I don't have a photo photogenic or photographic memory. I can't remember every little detail sometimes, but it's way better than when I was all fucked up. I didn't remember anything the next day. The only thing I could, re- the only thing I could remember, um, well, I don't know. Actually, I was going to say something and I don't really know what I could remember a lot of the time. I just remember feeling groggy and mad and irritated and hung over and wishing that I didn't do that. You know, guilt, shame. And of course, this is really a a lot towards the end. I had those times here and there would pop up, you know, throughout my drinking and and drug career for sure. But really in the last year, that was an everyday thing. I wasn't having any fun. In fact, I wasn't even drinking or using drugs to have fun. It was just to maintain because I was so just, that's the way I lived. Wasn't to get high, it was to stay high. Because I didn't want to experience reality. So therefore, there was no fucking fun. So how do I have fun now? How do I have fun now? Well, number one, I found shit that I enjoy to do. I don't know. You know, some of you may know. Some of you may not know. I've always played music since I was in my teen years. Guitar, wrote, poetry, sang, little hip hop even at some point. Um always enjoyed jamming out with different bands and on the guitar. And, you know, the one factor though, and and a lot of good times there for sure. A lot of good times in the studio, playing live shows, hanging out in the garage, just jamming. Um, I mean, all over the place too. And just really, really good times at the same time, you know, um, drugs and alcohol were always a big, big part of that. And so, you know, having fun when I got sober was, was really difficult because that's what I equated that to was, was playing music and jamming and kicking it and, and just, you know, bullshitting, playing some cards here and there. I mean, there was, there was things, but I, I had lost a lot of the things that I used to do like sports, 
like backpacking. Um, you know, I, I was really, my music was just really all about getting fucked up at some point, you know, and that wasn't fun anymore. And so those are the things that I do now though. Like I just mentioned that I stopped doing backpacking and we got a backpacking trip coming up in July again, back up to paradise Lake, beautiful spot. That's how I get high. Now I do things like that. I'm back. Thank God back going to the gym again, man. And, and that, that feels great. And big thanks. I think we're going to try to do a podcast with, uh, with, um, one or two of the, two of the cats from NutriShop here in Backaville. Um, you know, I went, I went in there recently and, and, and talked to, um, talked to Christian in there and he really broke it down for me and was super cool and helped to pump me up a little bit, man. And give me a little, little confidence and, and, uh, and set me in the right mindset that it's, it's not as hard as I'm making it out to be. And I, I just gotta, I just gotta do it and, and be accountable. And, you know, since then, that was, I think two weeks ago, um, you know, things have been a, a bit better, but definitely on the diet back to the gym and, uh, feeling good. And that's another way that I have fun. You know, I'm feeling good when I'm exercising, when I'm eating well, when I'm, when I'm doing the best that I can, um, you know, and taking care of myself, I ain't getting any younger. It's not like I'm, like I'm hella old or anything, but I don't feel old. How I'll be 37 in July. I don't feel old. I feel like I'm 27, you know, but at the same, in my mind, at the same time, my body some days, especially about a month ago, I got sick. I was fucking angry. I wasn't, I wasn't connected. That goes back to that 10 things to do when you feel like shit. It was right around the time I put that podcast out. I was, I was struggling for a minute there. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. This thing is a, it's a, it's a grind. It's a practice. And if you're not surrounded with the right people, the right community, um, you know, sponsor, mentor, uh, you know, it's going to be really, really difficult. And I know that it, it was for me when I was not connected to those things at that time. Um, but, you know, back to number five, having fun, you know, backpacking, exercise. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll go with the kids on a bike ride. Walking the dog, that's fun to me now. Walking the dog with a big ass cup of coffee in the morning, early as shit, like when the sun's coming up. Like that is, I mean, that gets me high now. That's what I feel, you know, today instead of, you know, the highs that I used to feel. Using it, and maybe some people go, that's fucking lame. Well, you're fucking lame. Like be a junkie, be a dopehead, be a drunk. Like that's fucking lame to me, you know? And I, I don't mean to uh, to be a dick or anything, but... You know, really, I mean, th those are the things today that, that make me smile and make me laugh and, and, and have fun is spending time with family, spending time with friends, you know, doing things. I still go out. I still have to be existing in everyday life. You know, there's alcohol all around me. Sometimes I'm not recommending that to anybody, especially if you're in early recovery, don't go hang out at a bar. You know, what's the old saying? If you hang out at a barber, you're going to get a haircut eventually, right? Don't go hang out at a bar. You know, if you have to go somewhere where there's alcohol, have a purpose to be there. If you're at a wedding, a family member's wedding, well, then, I mean, that's, you know, there you go. That's somewhere where you're going to have to be where there, there might be some alcohol around. But as your recovery and your sobriety progresses and you're locked in and, and you got a strong support system and all that, you got to live life still. You're not dead just because you're sober. Okay. You got to, you know, you got to find ways to have fun. So what are you passionate about? What's your, what's your purpose? Are you searching for your purpose? What, what makes you excited? That's how you have fun. What makes me excited is doing podcasting today. I'll be completely honest with you. This podcast has kept me sober, not single-handedly. 
There's been a lot of other components. I've talked a lot about a lot of them today, but the podcast, I'm so passionate about it. I'm so, I'm so excited to do it. I love doing it. It's a lot of work too. It's a lot of work, but I love doing it and it helps to keep me sober and I have fun with it. You know, that's a huge thing for me. So what are you excited about? What, what gets you up in the morning and, and, and makes you happy? You know, is it your kids? Are you a parent? You know, spending time with my kids makes me happy. I'll be honest, they drive me fucking crazy sometimes too. They're three and seven. I love them more than anything in the world. And what it does is it reminds me though that I was once a kid and that I need to not take things so fucking serious sometimes. And so thank God for my kids, you know, that that I can find myself getting irritated with them and then snap out of it real quick and go, man, dude, you need to chill. Like they're just kids. And then I go, man, that's right. That's what makes me happy is being able to recognize that too. You see what I'm saying here? Like being able to recognize that and knowing that I put the work in to get to where I'm at today. And I still got a lot of shit to learn, a lot of shit. And I'm excited to learn about it. And I wanna have fun while I'm doing it. I hope this uh, spoke to you today. I hope you ser- you heard something uh, that, that might be able to help you or help help somebody else out there. Um, you know, that, that reminds me of one thing my sponsor says often, and how do we, how, if we're going through something, if we're struggling, um, we go help somebody else. And, uh, man, that's a huge thing. Remember that go to a meeting that night. You're not there only for you. You might be there for somebody else. Just show up. That goes back to that. Just show up and, and, and the rest will be provided. Um, it always has been on my end, at least, you know, in the times of strife and struggle, man, I just, I got to know that, um, you know, it's not going to last forever. Nothing's permanent and you know, it will pass too. So if you're struggling, keep your head up, get around some people. Don't isolate, you know, pick up some other podcasts. You got the share podcast. Um, you got dopey podcast. You got recovery elevator. You got the addictionary podcast. Um, you know, a couple of, those are a couple of them that come to mind. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody and I apologize if I did, but there's resources out there. There's meetings in your community. There's all types of shit, but you got to get plugged in. You got to say, fuck it. Fuck everyone else. I don't care what they say, what they think, what they feel like. I don't care. It's about me right now. It's about me better in my life for me, for my family. If I have one, you know what I'm saying? You feel me out there? I wish I could get a, a, a little yes, yes back, but I know that uh, I know that this will speak to somebody out there. I can feel it right now. So thank you for tuning in today. One more time, go to thatsoberguy.com if you want more information. Uh, if you want to check out past episodes, you can help support us there. Uh, once again, don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. Um, man, so pumped. And Amy, thank you again for coming up with this great topic today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the show. Spread the word out there. Uh, and man, stay sober today. Have some fun. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean.